Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Wednesday, December 9th and I'm your host Seth Kirkpatrick. Now what if I told you that Apple's latest pair of headphones cost more than an actual iPhone? We'll be covering that today and more all in under 5 minutes on today's episode of the 5 Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media. DoorDash, the U.S. food delivery service, had its initial public offering recently, and according to unnamed individuals that are familiar with the matter, the company sold its shares for $102 each. This amount is noticeably greater than DoorDash's original expectation of $90 to $95 per share, and it now values the company anywhere between $32 and $38 billion. The company's successful IPO follows a year-long surge in growth, with some of its greatest accomplishments being its more than 200% rise in sales in its second and third quarter of this year, as well as the company's feat to cut down its net losses by more than 112%. Now, of course, the reason for all this success is the fact that many restaurants are depending on delivery services to maintain business, as everything from McDonald's to top-end restaurants have been relying on these companies to get their foods to consumers. Now, of course, Uber Eats and Grubhub have benefited in similar ways this year, but it's hard to compete because DoorDash now controls roughly half of the entire food delivery market in the U.S. Now, we just talked about how food delivery services have been able to thrive this year due to the circumstances of the pandemic, but what about the restaurants themselves? Well, unfortunately, 17% of all restaurants in the U.S. have already closed down this year, and at least 10,000 more are expected to endure the same fate by year's end. This prediction comes from the National Restaurant Association, who is now pleading that Congress pass a stimulus bill to help the industry. The group released a survey from 6,000 different restaurants, and 87% of them reported that their sales have decreased by an average of more than one-third. And nearly the same amount expects sales to become even worse as the year continues. Now, our next story may not surprise many of you, but Apple made headlines yesterday because their new wireless headphones are more expensive than the company's iPhone SE model. The headphones, called the AirPods Max, will have a starting price of $549, and in comparison, the iPhone SE starts at only $399. Now the AirPods Max have a number of built-in features, including noise cancellation, as well as Siri capabilities. The headphones also have something called transparency mode, which is sort of the opposite of noise cancellation and was featured on the AirPods Pro. What it does is allow users to hear a bit of the outside world while also listening to whatever's playing. The AirPods Max are advertised to have 20 hours of battery life and will be launched on December 15th in a variety of colors including blue, silver, pink, and space gray. In other Apple news, the company announced yesterday an official release date for their subscription fitness service called Fitness Plus, which will cost $79.99 a year and be available on December 14th. The service will offer on-demand video workouts with new content added every week and different options available for people of all abilities. After this announcement, Peloton, a company that offers a similar subscription service, saw their stocks fall by 2% in early morning trading. However, it did recover by the end of the day with stocks up roughly 1.4%. 
Now, the biggest difference between these two services is that Apple's doesn't require any equipment, while Peloton, with its all-access membership, requires that you have some of the company's appliances, like its bike or treadmill. Now for our fifth and final story today, Elon Musk's aerospace company SpaceX is going to receive $856 million in subsidies from the Federal Communications Commission to help the company in its goal to distribute broadband internet to rural America. To do this, SpaceX will be using its experimental internet service known as Starlink. Now, this service differs from the traditional fiber optics method of delivering internet and instead would require about 1,000 satellites to orbit Earth, beaming internet to antennas that would be attached to people's homes. This subsidy is one of the FCC's largest under their new program, aimed at extending broadband service to parts of the U.S. that currently lack it. And this decision has also faced some criticism by more traditional telecommunications companies that have argued that Starlink is far too new and unproven to be investing this much money into. And what some analysts have said about the FCC is that it's taking a risky bet with SpaceX. If Starlink works, then it would be a great boost to rural economies, and if it doesn't, it would mean even more delays for these places to get their needed high-speed internet coverage. Anyways, folks, that wraps up today's episode. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Thursday morning as we continue to redefine how you experience news. (music) 